Hello, Alexis. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm, um, I feel like we switched last episode. It was like you had an off day and I, I was doing great. And now, not that I'm having an off day. I'm just like bouncing everywhere today. So many things are going on. Really? I feel like I'm just so busy and I, I have literally have worked all my jobs today. Like I started off with Starbucks and then I had a meeting oh. literally 30 minutes after I got off the Starbucks for Trek. And then okay. I was able to finish editing a little bit of a video and then now we're hopping on the podcast and I'm just like, whew. All over the place. All over the place. And yeah. but, but, but I got my gym workout in this morning. We woke up <gasps> at six so I could work that's out before good. I went to work. That's so early, then, but that's good. After... That you're telling me mm-hmm. <laughs> when that alarm goes off I'm like I regret every life decision oh yeah but we get it done we got the workout done went to work came home meeting then we did our outside walk so you did both I your workouts already yeah both workouts are okay done. so you're like done for the day almost almost I still have my gallon some of my gallon left and then greens, because I did a protein smoothie this morning, so I got my fruits, okay. but I need my greens later. Got it. That's not bad. That's not much. It's not terrible, but if y'all have no idea what I'm talking about, which is actually perfect, because today we wanted to kind of cover self-care and just self... What would you call it? Like, Self-love. improving oneself. Like, yeah. I don't... Yeah, just like reaching for greater things or trying to improve certain habits or lifestyles, whatever it may be. Because Alexis, she's mentioned in the last like two episodes, she's been working hard on like self-care for herself. And I need your tips. I will be taking notes when you talk about all of that because I need to do more of it. That's a lot of pressure. Get ready. (laughs) I feel like the one thing I guess that is kind of self-care-y for me is doing the 75 hard which is what we were just talking about, like updating on my day today of how busy it's been with 75 hard. And that's something that Cohen and I started doing. It's like a little mini challenge of, it's more so marketed as like a mental toughness challenge than a physical fitness challenge. But a lot of people will start it for the physical fitness, like attributes to it. Um, That's something that definitely drew me in because I've been wanting to start living healthier or like start working out, start just feeling better in my body kind of thing. And I was attracted to it for like the workout side of it. However, it is very much a mental toughness challenge. And I know why when we do it, because Mm -hmm. you just want to quit every, every fucking day. You don't want to do anything every day and you have to keep pushing yourself to do the damn thing every single day. And so that's where the mental part comes in. Yeah. I mean, it's called the 75 hard. (laughs) (laughs) And since it's like creation, some people have made different renditions of it. It's, and if you Google it, you can see there's, it's not technical, but people have, created like the 75 medium and the 75 easy so people are trying to like make it work for their lifestyle which is important not everything is built cookie cutter for everybody's lifestyle so you might not be able to actually complete the 75 hard for whatever reasons but it is hard but it's also kind of rewarding to get everything done today or like every day I guess you could say right um I think there's a few rules, I guess. Let me, like, break it down for y'all in case you have never heard of it. I would definitely suggest doing a quick Google. Or even if you look on TikTok, just 75 hard. There's so many little vlogs, so many people doing it. And I've been daily vlogging it, but I've been posting it on my Instagram. So if you're ever curious, like, literally a quick Google search, you can see so many people doing this. But the 75 hard is a 75-day challenge. The overarching rule to the challenge is that it has to be 75 consecutive days. 
And that's where the mental right. toughness part comes in. That's because so if difficult. if you mess up or you don't complete the other rules that I'm about to go over, one of these days you have to start over from day one. So it has to be 75 days in a row completing all of the rules, which is drinking a gallon every single day, a gallon of water. Um, you have to go on some sort of a diet or follow some sort of a diet of your choosing. The challenge does not specify. So some people will do keto or like cut out carbs or just count calories, whatever. Um, Cohen and I decided to just cut out fast food. That's and a good then, one. Since, oh, and sweets. So we took away two things, sweets and fast food. And then we added in two things, oh. which is fruit and greens. So we have to have like our fruit and veggie, like, you know, servings every single day. And then every single day, we also can't have fast food or sweets. I would die without sweets. I eat cookies every <sighs> day or ice cream. Every day I have cookies or ice cream before bed. I've been craving ice cream these past few days because it's actually kind of nice weather. Mm, but here's so my question. Crazy. Does like frozen yogurt count? Is that count as a sweet because it's not ice cream? Like, can that be like a I feel like reward? if I went to go get frozen yogurt, it would count as a sweet. But if I yeah, bought okay. a yogurt pack from Kroger and like tried to freeze it or something like if I tried to like make it right. into my own I don't know if I would count it as that because actually I posted one of my daily reels and we went to go get Bibby Bob um mm-hmm. for food and I was like fight me in the comments do you think Bibby Bob and like Chipotle is considered fast food no it's not I didn't think so either but some people were like well yeah look it comes in a to-go like the carrier I don't know like the you can get anything you get to go food. that's what I was kind of thinking but they're like yeah. no if you're going somewhere to get it it's like fast food or you can like take it home it's to go whatever it's fast food I was like but it's not processed it's like you know made fresh daily like whatever right the whole little thing it's way more protein and like good foods yeah than a you know a McDonald's or a hamburger or even a Chick-fil-a like burger or whatever I would say it's like a fast casual like you go there you have to like build your bowl order you can sit down and eat. You're not like you can't go through a drive-through to get these things and like leave immediately, and like it exactly. is healthy. So it's not fast food. It's more of like a fast casual dining experience. I would there argue. were some people that commented and agreed and said no, it's not fast food. But some people were like, no, girl, you did it. It you ruined the challenge, whatever. And I was like, I'm not starting over for Chipotle. No, I don't do think Chipotle is fast food. <laughs> Chipotle is so good for you. Like, don't. That's do what that. I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And even Bibby Bob, like, that's all. It's eat well, like healthy, like I don't know. Right. It, whatever. I don't count it, but y'all can fight me. So that's like the diet side of it, and so that part's been pretty pretty good. Um, another rule that you have to follow is reading 10 pages of a book every single day, but the challenge specifies that the book has to be a self-help or like nonfiction book. Right. That's the part that would get me, I think, because I read every day, but I do not read self-help books. I can't do it. I don't read at all. And so self-help, I think it doesn't really bother me, I guess. We're reading a book called Calm the Fuck Down. Right. (laughs) And it's, it's kind of good, actually, like giving you tools to try to handle, like, stressors in your life, which obviously is, is okay. good a gr- as a, a girl diagnosed with some anxiety, you know, like, <laughs> right. taking some of these tools in. But it's a casual read, and because I don't read, and I'm such an, like, avid not-reader, that I needed to start easy. Like, I can't just jump into, like, I don't know, some yeah. thick-ass book with so many, I don't know. I, give me a picture book first. I, That's fair. <laughs> good point. Good point. That's fair. There's no pictures in it. I wish there were. But it's an easy read for the first book. But since we have to read 10 pages every day, like, we're probably going to finish the book within the next, like, five days. 
uh, Cohen and I are reading the same book together, which okay, has been kind of cute and nice. Like we get little, I guess that's kind of like self-care time because at yeah. night, every night we sit together and we read to each other and we'll like take turns. So, like I'll read or like the next night he'll read kind of thing. Oh, it's kind of like cute. our little us time to like cuddle up and like read that's the like book. So that's been time. nice. Yeah. yeah. Even though I just hate reading, but it's like, it's getting better. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's getting better. I'm trying. <laughs> Okay. I think that the hardest rule about the 75 hard, again, is what kind of motivates people to do it for the physical fitness side of it, is that you have to work out every single day, twice a day, for 45 minutes each. And one of those has to be outside no matter what. Uh, see, that's yeah. also what would get me because like I could I could do the workouts every day. I work out like six days a week. So like I could add one, but it's the two workouts a day that like mm-hmm. I, the time. It's such a big time commitment. Yes. But I mean, honestly, which I'll kind of get into, but I noticed that when Cohen and I would go to the gym, we're spending an hour and a half there anyways. Right. Yeah. So it's like 45 minutes twice. However, it's not outside. So then it's like pointless. Like we still have to go outside for 45 minutes and do another thing. That's the hard part. Cause I was thinking, I was like, I go to the gym for like an hour to an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I have like the time to do another 45 minutes on top of that later. Cause it wouldn't be outside. Yeah. It's been, that's yeah. That's been the hardest part in general for me. And I think for everybody else who does the challenge kind of thing is that time commitment. And that's the mental toughness side of it is having to go either outside every day, no matter what the weather is, which sucks because we started this in February and it's cold some days. (laughs) But also you have to think about it as like the time it takes to go and do those or like get ready and shower afterwards. Like it's a huge time commitment and people already don't feel like going to the gym sometimes unless you're already immersed in that kind of lifestyle. But if you're starting out, it's really hard and the first week sucked for me because I came from an absolutely no working out background. And Cohen has been working out for years and enjoys it. He did personal training. Like he's very much in that world and loves it. So it's not a problem for him to go to the gym. Me, I have to literally, especially the first week we did it, I have to get drug there. Like he's like, Marissa, we're going. And like he's like yeah. force feeding me pre-workout to try to like get me hyped to go. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go. So that's the mental toughness side of it, especially that for me. I'm sure other people yeah. might have other, like, issues. Maybe if you're more on, like, the diet side, because obviously not everybody has healthy relationships with food, and, like, that's a whole that makes trigger hard. warning package kind of thing. But some people might find that more difficult, but it's just the working out for me that I'm, like, pushing through. Well, how many days have you been doing it now? What day are you on? We are on day 23 that we are recording this right now, which is March 2nd. So you're so, like, you're in the routine of it now, though. Yes-ish. I, and that, okay. like, I've gone through like some, some waves. Like the first week, I could blanket statement say that I hated it and I wanted to quit five days yeah. out of the seven days that like was the first week. Um, I can also probably say it was because we did leg day, like our second day, and Cohen like <laughs> killed my legs. Yeah. I couldn't walk. I couldn't even sit on the toilet. I'm not joking. So I think that also ruined it for me because I'm like, why do people want to feel like this? I don't understand. Like, why do people work out? Why would you want to be sore? Why can't you walk down the stairs? Who finds this fun? I don't get it. 
and it pissed me off. And so I didn't want to do it anymore. But he's like, well, you have okay. to push through the, like, the initial soreness, especially yeah. never working out. Like, it's going to hit me a little bit harder than just, like, your typical sore, I guess, is what he But I saying. will say, Cohen told me the workout he made you do for leg day. <laughs> and even, me. and I, like, love working out. I would not do that workout at all. It sounded terrible. I was like, on day two, you're making her do all of these things. Like, I think a vendetta against you. That's what it was. He's just trying to get my booty fatter. It already is fat. Don't even worry about that. I mean, I will say that that might be, that might have caused a lot of my, like, wanting to quit. But the first week was the hardest because obviously I'm starting so many things. Um, that are new to the lifestyle kind of thing. And even just psychologically is a recipe for failure. Like it's so bad to try to start so many habits at one time that are huge changes for you, like a new diet, working out, like lifestyle changes like that. Had to push through the first week. Second week, super fun. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, I'm finally getting the hang of this. Like this is good. I like working out now. But then I was feeling really stressed about like the time aspect of it. Like the first week, I feel like I was just throwing myself to the wolves of like, we'll work out when we find time or like, I'll just, you know, whenever the time comes, we'll do the Mm -hmm. thing. You want a smoothie now? Let's, let's have a smoothie now. Oh, like, do you want to do the walk later? We'll do it later. Whatever it is. It was just kind of when it could happen. Okay. Then I noticed that really stressing me out because I have so many things to do and I was like lacking the time to get it all done in a day. So that was catching up to me. So the second week I was like, I I need to figure out how to manage my time better and to like be intentional if I really want to complete this challenge. Because right now I'm having fun with it, but it makes me want to quit because of the time, not because of the actual challenge anymore. Like the first week I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to work out. Second week I didn't want to do it because I felt like I didn't have time to do it. Yeah, that, makes, that makes sense. sense. It does. It makes perfect sense because I feel like, yeah, once you get excited about it, then it could become really overwhelming with everything yes. else that you have to do. Like, it hits you that, like, oh, you actually have to, like, do this for 75 full days. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, we're only on day 20, which on, you know, one hand, it's like, holy shit, we made it to day 20. Like, yeah, that's amazing. But then that's I'm like, huge. we're only to day 20. Like, well, there's almost like, like the tipping uh, side. You're almost a third of the way done, though. Because you're on, like... I was about to say, we're over half of a third way done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not right. quite to, like, the halfway mark, but, like, we're over halfway to the halfway mark. That's what yeah. I meant to say. Not a third. So, it's all about perspective, obviously. Is the glass half empty or half full? And every day I feel differently, where I'm like, wow, we're only day 20. Or I'm like, damn, bitch, we're at day 23. Mm-hmm. Like, we're killing it. So, it goes back and forth. That's fair. But I do think that... I have learned a lot through that, like having to be more intentional with my time. I think already people, I get a lot of questions of like, how the hell do I do it all? Like having three jobs or just doing a lot of things. I'm like, I I don't know. I just get it fucking done. Like I, I just get up and I have a to-do list and I just move through my to-do list. But now my to-do list is getting so heavy. And I was like, okay, I've never really struggled this much with time management because I felt like I was kind of a natural. Like, I don't, I don't know. It was, it's back and forth because I felt like a natural and then I was like, actually, I'm struggling a lot. How do I, what do I do? I didn't know how to really handle it. So I decided to like 
go back to my roots. And I literally went and watched one of my old videos where I I made a video of like, how do I do it all? And I was like, Marissa, tell future me, past me, tell me now, how did I do it all? Like, please enlighten me. And it, it did. It gave me like really good tips or things that I forgot I did because I made that back in like college. And I feel like when you're in college, you're at peak like time management. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because you're really trying to juggle so many fucking things. Like, so many things. And so I had to go back to college me and get advice from college me. And it helped. So I made a new, like, Google calendar. Okay. And I, like, basically time blocked or, like, hourly scheduled every day this past week. So our third week of, like, what time are we going to wake up based on what time do I work? So that way we can get at least one workout in before that. If two, perfect. I'm also trying to plan in, like, when do I need to, like, film a video or edit a video? When are we recording the podcast? Like, if I have meetings for track, like, I need it all on one calendar. Because right now I was working through, like, multiples. And putting it all on one and being really intentional with my time and actually planning out has been a life, like, game changer. Because before, like I said, I was just waiting for the time to hit me to be like, ah, let's go work out. Now I'm like, we're waking up at 6 a.m. and we're going to work out. And, like planning yeah. in my schedule and I feel a lot better that way that's good I feel like that would definitely help because I feel like if you're like it at least like helps manage what you're doing rather than like yes feeling like you have like 300 things to do right before you go to bed you've already gotten a lot of it done yes I feel yeah. like I'm in charge of my schedule versus like my schedule just being in charge of me that's of like good. Letting it, letting it happen and me making it happen. I think that's a better yeah. like, way to think about it, which also makes me feel more in control, which helps my anxiety because I don't like feeling not in control. So I'm kind of like hitting two birds with one stone, but either way it's helping. And obviously we don't have visuals yet. So by audio people, you won't be able to see this, but I'm going to show Alexis that I'm in my sticky note era again, though. I love your sticky note I'm era. Also, <laughs> it's like prime like productivity of Marissa. But this is another way how I'm trying to like, schedule my time so I have like a daily to-do list of exactly what I need to get done every day a big to-do list that I'm plugging and chugging from that to-do list into my weekly to-do list that is a big to-do list and then I know bitch that's even (laughs) zoomed out just wait till I zoom in and then all of like my sticky notes of other like videos that are going to be posted and like when they need to be edited and there's color coordination it's the whole nine yards but like I'm just so visual too so I need it to be right here so I'm like okay I'm at my desk. What do I need to work on? Because also I spend time and I waste my time being like, oh, what do I need to do? Like, "Mm, should I do this first? Whatever, whatever. So I'm taking time to literally plan out the things that I need to do. So all I need to do is wake up and move through the list that I already planned out. That's nice. That sounds so, maybe I should do that. (laughs) Honestly, that sounds so nice just to wake up and be like, okay, this is what I'm doing at these times. I'm just going to go do it. Again, maybe not built for every single person, but it just helps me. And I have been, like, thriving this third week. Because first week, lowest of lows. Second week, I was having fun, but just was stressed out. And now I'm having fun, and I'm not stressed out. Well, I don't want to say not, but I'm, like, less stressed out. (laughs) Yeah, like, you're learning how to... You're, like, slowly, like, incorporating into your life and learning how to do it. Which is, like, the whole point of it, right? To, like, build a routine. Right. Because at least for me... Because someone asked, like, why did I start the challenge kind of thing, which there's, like, two sides to that coin. But part of me just wanted to start it to build healthy habits, to start, like, just living healthier, feeling good about myself, 
um, on the inside and the outside kind of thing. Just feeling healthier, feeling stronger, all the things. And so I feel like this would be a good way to do that, to build healthy habits, to make lifestyle changes, not so much as to like do a diet, whatever. I just want to make a lifestyle change. It's just changing a lot of lifestyle things all at once, but we're making it work. Yeah. What was the The other other side? side (laughs) The other side of it, and this is meant so jokingly and so lightheartedly. I wrote in the show notes of like our notes that we're reading here. I I put like, what mental illness is this? LOL. And like outlined like the three things that I've noticed why I wanted to do the challenge. And I'm like, why do I do this? I need to know why this is so important to me. But basically, I feel like I just needed the challenge to do it and to like stay accountable with it because anybody like if I just wanted to make lifestyle changes like why not just fucking make the lifestyle changes if I wanted to start working out just go work out and Cohen has been trying to give me he's like literally come work out with me you can come with my personal trainer like come and do these things and I'm like no I don't want to do that I have I don't have any desire even though I did but like I didn't want to do it like that but now it's like fun it's like a chaotic fun yeah. Because it's still stressful, but, like, it's just not fun to me unless it's, like, hard. I don't know well, if that makes sense. Like, <laughs> It does. Is it, like, Am I, like, a masochist? That, like... No. Well, I don't know, but <laughs> is it the fact that, like, you need the challenge to do it? Or is it the fact that the challenge forces accountability and that's why you do it? I mean, I think a little bit of both. Because also, like, Cohen's the one keeping me accountable right now. Like, I would have already quit yeah. the challenge. You know what I mean? So it's not the challenge that keeps me accountable. Like, Cohen's mainly doing that, which is great. And I'm so thankful for him. But, like, I don't I don't know. I think that, like, it doesn't, it doesn't like, itch the part of my brain. Unless it's something that I'm, like, kind of forced to do, if that makes right. sense. Because right. I could just go do it. But I'm like, I don't want to do it. I need, I need something to tell me to go do it. I and then like I'll it, do it. It almost, like, turns it into, like, a game. That you're, like, doing every day. You know? Like a, can I get this done? Kind of thing. Yeah. I don't, maybe it's that. I don't know what yeah. it is. I don't I just, know. like, have no motivation to do it unless it's for something else that's, like, a challenge, I guess. I don't know. Because I tried the 75 hard before, and I, I quit. Right. Like, this was, like, two years ago in 2020. I tried to do it by myself. I made it probably, like, today four. I don't know. And I was like, nope, this isn't for me. And now I'm doing it, day 23, we're, do- we're going strong. But in those two years, I still could have just lived a healthier lifestyle at any point in time that I ever wanted to. And I just, I can't, I can't do it unless there's like, yeah, something that's like, it's like beating the clock. It's like, yeah, I got to I got to complete the challenge. I got to cross these things off my to-do list. Like, I don't know. I don't I think know. It's interesting. That is really interesting. Maybe it's your competitor I feel like that needs side. to be unpacked. <laughs> yeah, it does. It really does. But I, I literally couldn't unpack it anymore. Other than I think the best way to describe it is that, yeah, it just like itches a part of my brain. Like mm-hmm. there's no like procrastination. People who procrastinate, like they thrive off of that, like I the adrenaline of yes. like trying to get it done at the last minute. And there's 100%. nothing motivating them to get it done until like the deadline is there and you're like oh shit I really have to get this done and the reason people keep procrastinating is because it keeps fucking working like you get like the dopamine the serotonin you get the adrenaline like you get the fix from waiting until the last possible second and working yourself to the bone to get it done so I feel like it's kind of like that like in the same way but obviously not procrastinating but there's nothing motivating me to do it because it doesn't bring me any joy unless there's something pushing me 
to like that I have to do it. Like if there's no consequences in it, then like I'm not gonna like okay. Then I won't you need do that it. like reward stimulus to happen. Yes, and that comes with like need... accomplishing the tasks and checking them off. I think that's that's it. That's the money. <laughs> What's interesting is I'm currently drinking the coffee. If you can hear that. However, one thing that I have noticed as well is that I've been drinking less coffee since starting the 75 hard. And that wasn't something that like, you know, obviously it's not a part of the diet. It's not something that I was trying to do at all. It's just something like a byproduct of it that I wasn't expecting. And I just have more energy from Mm -hmm. working out or drinking smoothies or eating more protein because you know me before all I eat is carbs. I eat pasta. Lots of pasta. So much pasta. And obviously, like, that is kind of draining. Like, it gives you kind of, like, quick energy sometimes. But, like, I'm just constantly exhausted. So I was drinking a lot of coffee. And now I don't. I won't even have a coffee some days. Or some days when I do, I'm having it at, like, 5 or so p.m. Because that's when I'm starting to crash. Because we woke up at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning or 5.30 or something. But that's, like, reasonable. Like, I've already been up for, like, 12 hours. It's time to, like, start winding down anyways. But if I have work to do, I'll drink, like, a small coffee. But I've just been drinking less. And I think that's interesting because I never saw that coming. And I'm not, like, mad about it. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. Because, like, I guess when you're eating more fruits and vegetables and stuff like that, like, you're going to have more natural energy in your system. And I didn't, like, know that or plan for that. Yeah. But that, like, also, do you miss, like, making your coffees and stuff? Because you're a big coffee girly. I, I do, though. Like, I miss the act of it. Yeah. And there's always that funny thing that's, like, people talk about, like, it's not necessarily that they love their Starbucks coffee. They just like the act of going to Starbucks to, like, right. get a drink kind of thing. And I feel like that's what it is. Because sometimes before I work at my desk, I just, like, want to make a coffee. Just to yeah. make it and make Have my cold it. foam and sit here with my little caramel drink. But I don't need it. But I have, like, been wanting to make one. And then I'm like, why... I don't need it though. So I have been catching myself like going into just the habit of it or like trying to unpack other reasons why I might want to do that thing. And it's not for the actual like act of doing it. It's just for other serotonin purposes, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Have a little cute drinky drink, you know? Exactly. Like I always have three, at least two, but three little drinks at my desk. You have like your water, your coffee and like a fun drink. And so I'm just like, I'm missing something. But I'm not. And so, yeah, I I miss making them, but I haven't really been needing to. And even I work at Starbucks and I we get free coffee, essentially. And I just don't drink coffee. Like I'm trying to like drink most of my gallon while I'm at work. Like I just keep filling up water and I just drink water all day. I will also say I feel like drinking more water makes you like, I don't know, something about the hydration like gives you more energy, too. I think something. I don't, whatever it is, it's working and I feel good about it because even in the mornings, like I'm tired, obviously when my alarm goes off first thing at six, but like Mm -hmm. I don't dread waking up and I'm not like, wow, I need a coffee before I can even go work out. You know, I'm just like, let's, let's go. Let's make, I'd rather make a smoothie now. Like we've kind of replaced our morning coffees with smoothies every morning. That's so fun. I know. So I I don't know getting our fruits and veggies getting our protein sometimes we make a protein shake in the morning so yeah I think because I went from only eating carbs even just like the additional protein that I'm having I think is helping my yeah. body because I don't don't really eat meat at all and I I think my body's obviously just been lacking some nutrients <laughs> oh no I get that for sure like 
I went from being a vegetarian for 12 years to like eating meat and like counting my protein intake and suddenly I was like energetic like full all the time and it's and wild like, wow, like wow I've been missing out on this you know exactly well that's like someone asked me recently like would I continue the 75 hard after the 75 days and I would say no very confidently no but there's things of it that I would continue but right. I would not continue following all the rules every single day after the 75 hard because just life happens and some days you're going to want to not work out or you're sick or something right so I wouldn't follow it to a T but stuff like that like just making more protein or eating more protein and making less coffee and working out and stuff like I'm hoping those are the lifestyle changes that stick but Mm -hmm. some of them I wasn't really expecting to happen right I'm curious because it takes I think it's 66 days to form like a habit that sticks with you so I'm curious if like on day 66 your answer will be different if you're like yes I'm gonna keep doing these things because they're like habits or not and maybe I guess I will admit that I banished a whole bunch of people's, because I said, if you even just look on TikTok or Instagram, people will vlog their daily 75 hard. Um, I binged a whole bunch of people's before I started, because I was like, I just need to know. Again, how is this going to be? I needed to like mentally prepare myself. However, I never made it past probably like their day 20s or something, because that was like enough for me. I was like, okay, Okay. I got this. So I don't know, even just from other people, how they felt near like that 60 mark or 70 mark or anything like that. So I will be curious as well, because I, I have no, I didn't look into it. I don't know if people at the end of it, were they so sick of it because they've been doing this for oh, 75 Oh, that's days? true. They might be. Or were they like, wow, this is amazing. I can't believe this is about to end. I don't want to end. Because I feel like it could be one of the, either way. Like, who knows? Right. I'm like, not even going to look. I'm just going to wait until you hit that mark and ask you. And I'm just going to go with that. That's my answer. <laughs> I feel like people are different. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of it. That it could go either. Even for myself, it could go either. I, I could either absolutely love it or I'm going to be like, I'm addicted and I need to do this every single day. Who knows? Yeah. Right. But I'm, I'm okay with what's happening. I'm okay with how I'm feeling. I know we're only three weeks in, so. But now I'm so far into it that, like, I'm not definitely not going to quit. You know what I mean? Like, on day yeah. three or four, I was like, let me just sleep in. We'll start over tomorrow. But now I'm, like, 20-something days in, so I'm like, we're not you starting over. You can't give up. No, you can't. No. Yeah. I think even just mentally, again, because it's a mental toughness thing, mentally, I'm trying to prove myself that, like, I'm stronger than I think and that I can push through all of this and, like, I can get up and stay, like, productive or just stay committed, stay disciplined, like, all the things that, you know, you need to complete this thing and do all the other things or work and all the things that everybody has going on, I have to, like, keep going, you know what I mean? But also in the gym, I feel like I've noticed that I'm stronger than I think. Because coming from never working out before, I was yeah. terrified. And that was part of the reason that, like, prior, Cohen always tried to get me to work out with him. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. Nope, I'm good. I'm happy. I love my body. You know what I mean? Like, I have no desire to, like, change it. Because, you know, body positivity, I, like, right. I'm not here to change my body. I just want to feel healthier, whatever. I'm not, like, I'm, I don't weigh myself in general ever. So I have no idea if I'm losing That's weight or gaining good. weight or anything. I don't look at the number of the scale because that doesn't fucking matter. You are beautiful no matter what. Yes, so ma'am. that's why I kept telling myself. I was like, I'm not going to go work out with Cohen. I'm okay. I don't need it. Mainly because I was scared. I'm intimidated. I feel like a lot of people are of the gym for a lot of different reasons. Whether they have oh, no yeah. idea what they're doing. They don't know how to use machines. They like don't even know what like you know how to work out or what workouts to do. How many reps. Like There's just so much knowledge that I didn't have. And that I was very imit- intimidated by going into that space. 
including lifting weights and just having weight was so scary to me. So Cohen would have me do some sort of workout and I would always grab like the five pound and like the 10 on a good day. Which you can do more than that. But if you asked me that first week, no, I could not. Because Cohen would say like, try the 12, try like this, like try the seven, try something else, something. And I'm like, no, nope, give me that five. And he's like, come on. I'm like, nope. This is enough. I feel it. Because he's like, you don't even feel it. You, you're not. I'm like, I feel it. I'm good. And, but you but I did also not. didn't have the concept. <laughs> I didn't have the concept of also like, depending on what you're trying to do, because there's different things that I had learned. If you're trying to like tone versus grow muscle, whatever. But blanket statement, if you're, you're trying to like hit a certain amount of reps before you need to like up your weight or like you shouldn't be right. able to do the weight easily for 10 reps like right I always I always tell people if you can do eight reps at that weight move up weight and then keep going until you can hit eight reps again and then move up weight yes and that's what Cohen was telling me and I'm just like I don't know what you mean by that because like I I can't lift anything more than this five right now he's like yes you can and I was just terrified of it I was so scared and so other than leg day Every other day, I wasn't really sore, and I wasn't really feeling anything, and he'd leave being like, that was a good workout. Like, oh, I can't even, like, lift my arms, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, that shit was easy (laughs) because I'm lifting five pounds, but now, even into, like, second week or something like that, once I felt a little more comfortable just even being in the gym, period, and feeling comfortable working out with Cohen because he, you know, he knows what he's doing a little bit more than, obviously, I do, like, as far as form or certain workouts that we're doing. Um, and he's always there to like spot me and like, you know, push me on if I'm like, I can't do the 10. He's like, yes, you can. And now I like reach for heavier weights and I, I can never hit what Cohen's hitting obviously because he's been working out much harder and longer. But I think it was today, actually, we were doing like bicep curls on, what is it? Like the bench. So like, that way you weren't swinging your arm. Like you had to only do biceps or whatever. You were doing the preacher curls. Yes, yes, yes. I was supposed to say, I don't know any other words. But he was doing it with 15s. And then, so I was like, mm, I'm going to go do it with 15s. And I did it with 15s. And I was like, yeah. you bitch. And I, like, got in his face or whatever. Because I was like, I, you just hit my weight. And he was like, oh. <laughs> so, like, now it's something that I'm, like, excited to, like, move up in weights. Or, like, see if I can even do at least five or something on, like, Cohen's weight or just something like I, I am actually motivated and like wanting to hit more and I trust myself to hit more because I am stronger than I think and it's good to kind of like feel that burn or to like like not struggle I guess you could say but like just like that work and like yeah. having Co in there just being like you're good you're at, you got seven come on keep going you got two more come on come on and I'm like okay okay like, that I motivation got this. yeah and like finishing it I'm like damn or we try to do three sets of stuff so sometimes I'll start with like that 10 and then just to like ease myself in but then the second set I go for like the 15 and then the third set I go for the 20 and like I try to like at least move up every set is See, what I'm doing right now just that's to get myself, good like, too yeah feeling good you're doing that's called a pyramid set and you're doing it without even realizing it where you move up in weight and like you may do less reps but it helps build muscle so like well, i'm doing that's 10 good. every time but that's where like one's even like Marissa, go, go up in more, weight go higher yeah i know stop i'm trying okay the 20 is a lot for me just mentally okay. i'm getting yeah because even i'm gonna don't know the words for anything but we were doing like the little with a flat back and you like pull back to, for the biceps today you know on like you put your hand on the little on the bench and you're like, doing like rows not like with both hands, but with like one, I guess. It's like say. just like a single arm row, 
with a yes, dumbbell and I a guess. bicep. Okay. Probably not, but that, that's what I'm thinking it is. But we were doing that today, and I was doing it with 20s, and I did my 10 or whatever. He goes, do the 30. And I was like, hell no. And so I, like, picked it up, and I could do, like, I did, like, five or something like that. And he was like, okay, good. He's like, now do your 10 with the 25. And, like, I just, like, busted out the 10, and I was like, oh. Yep. <laughs> so I'm still learning to, like, go up in weight, and I'm still learning that I am stronger than I think. But I have already progressed more than when I walked into the gym thinking that I could only do fives. It's like, right. no, nope, I can do 20s and some things. And yeah, some things I'm still trying, like I have to go down in 10s or whatever. But I'm just more exploratory with like what I'm able to do and like how strong I am. And being okay with the failure also of like, I try the 30. And if I can't, then I'm like, that's okay. Like, let me just hop back down right. and work back up kind of thing. Or knowing that if I do fail, I'm not going to, like, drop a weight on my face because Cohen's there and he'll spot me. <laughs> I think that that is, like, one of the biggest things, at least when I started out, was, like, the failing aspect of it. Because it was, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, fail and, like, be embarrassed that I failed and, like, I was embarrassed. Kind of like, part of the intimidation of being in the gym was I have the stereotype of people, you know, lifting weights and they're, like, ugh, ugh. They're, like, all this, like, grunt noise, yeah. just noise happening. And I was, like, I don't want to make any noise I don't even want my face to get red I don't want people right. to know that like I'm struggling right because to me it seemed it was like it seems like it's struggling even though that's what you're supposed to be doing is like you're you're working I don't know how to explain it but, but it feels a little embarrassing yeah yes I was like I don't want people to look at me and I'm like sweating my face is red I'm making this ugly ugly face and I'm like eh, I can't even look right. my tens like I don't want to look like that it was embarrassing it's that's like the biggest I feel like the mental block in the gym of like I don't want to feel embarrassed I don't want to look embarrassed and it's also I feel like as women in the gym it's like well there's a guy doing that weight so like I can't do that weight you know like Mm -hmm. you want to minimize yourself and it's like no I can do that weight and I'm gonna go stand next to him and do that weight you know take up your space take that take up your space weights like take it it's yours I mean you pay the same as they do for that membership take up your space Mm -hmm. you deserve it I mean, I was honestly, speaking of that, I didn't even notice it until you said that, but we were walking to the gym one day and there's like two specific benches near like, I guess like the free weights or like just the normal weights. Yeah. Um, and I think it looked like some guy was using it, but then he was somewhere else. So it might've been a part of his set. You know what I mean? Like he was moving through or whatever. Right. And Cohen was like, I don't know if he's there. I was like, I probably like, let's just go somewhere else. You know what I mean? And he was like, no, he went over and asked him and he was like, Hey, are you using this? And I was so embarrassed. I was like, leave that man alone. He might be using it. But it was like, I he doesn't care. Didn't... Exactly. Like, Cohen yeah. was like, if, I mean, if he's using the bench, that's fine. But also if he's not, then we're going to take it. And I was right. minimizing myself and was willing to like, go do something else or go like sit in a corner and work out abs or something like that because I was too scared or too nervous to take up that space that is very much takeable by anyone in the gym but I was like if that guy's right. using it he's more you know supposed to be using it than I am like who the fuck am I okay so I also think that like with the asking people and not wanting to feel embarrassed in that way it's really easy to also get in the mindset of like feeling like people are watching you or feeling like Mm -hmm. if you do something wrong people are going to judge you or come up to you or do something and that gets really intimidating in the gym too and I think it's Mm -hmm. really hard to get out of that mindset but it's definitely like well I'm not paying attention to other people so they're not paying attention to me kind of thing but it's Mm -hmm. so hard to break from that I still get into those mindsets in life period not even the gym like a lot of people are embarrassed to 
wear certain things out, like anything in life, because they're like, well, what are other people going to say? And you have to realize that nobody is paying attention to you. Right. <laughs> like as much as you think they are. The people might like have glances, because I definitely look at people where I'm like, damn, like that girl's workout outfit is so fucking cute. But I'm not looking at her form. Right. I'm not like, wow, she's doing whatever. Or I'm looking at this guy benching like, I don't know, six plates. I don't even know how much that is. But I'm like, damn, that's a lot. But I'm not like judging i'm just like right moving through You're the gym in, and like yeah. observing but nothing is, nobody's paying attention nobody is thinking anything what you think they're thinking they're probably just thinking how right. hot you look and that's how exactly looks what it leggings. is yeah <laughs> i like i had a moment last week where i was working out and this guy was staring at me and i was like why is he staring at me? Like, did I do something wrong? Like, I got in my head. And as I was leaving, he was like, hey, just let you know, like, you're killing it in there. And I was like, oh, he was watching me because I'm killing it. That's, he's right. I was killing it in there. And it's like, no, I'm not doing things wrong. And like, if people are staring at you, they're probably just like, you look good. Or they're impressed with you. Or they're like, who's this person I haven't Mm -hmm. seen yet? Or they're just daydreaming. It really doesn't. Running to to worst case scenario is, is not what other people think. Like, I know, yeah, the, the, your brain's going to lie to you and be like, wow, someone's looking at me because I'm doing something wrong or they're judging me or they hate me. They're talking shit about me when they're probably not doing any of those things. And they're just saying, like, damn, you're killing it. Your butt looks good in those leggings. Like, where did you get your workout shoes? Right. Or probably they're just zoning out trying to prep for their set and don't even realize that they're looking at you. <laughs> and, like, that's my other thing because I've realized that when there's other women in the gym, I stare at them. Because I'm like, I love that you're here. I want to, like, I stare at them. I'm like, I love that you're here. I want to be your friend. I'm thinking in my head, like, go off, lift those weights. You're killing it. And I'm realizing that, like, I'm probably coming off really, like, why is this girl staring at me? And I'm like, do I go up to them and do I say, like, like, me in the corner of a big little box reveal? Literally. Like, that's exactly what it is with a big smile on my face, just staring at them from the corner. It's like, I don't want to scare them, but. I definitely do that too where I stare at people and I'm like, wow, they're amazing. They're killing it. But never do I stare at people and judge them for what they're doing. So people aren't doing that to me. No. No. Yeah. So take up your space. Damn right. And go to the gym if you feel like you want to go to the gym. Also, if you're not ready for it though, just work out in your apartment or in your house. Yeah. Go on a walk. Like just do whatever you think betters your life and stop worrying about what other people think of you. Which is so much easier said than done. Yes. Yes. Way easier said than done. Anything you do that makes you feel good is what you should be doing. Speaking of making yourself feel good, I need to know your self-care tips because other than 75 hard, the most self-care that I get is when I'm in such a like overload paralysis of things I need to get done where I like just sit in my bed because I don't know where to start and I think of that as self-care and it's not. Self-care is really hard because I feel like people only do self-care when they're already overwhelmed and like already Mm -hmm. at their breaking point. And it's like you've got to do the muscle memory of it and like do it all the time. So when you get to those points, you know what to do or you can prevent Mm -hmm. getting to those points. And like that's so true. um, So like self-care, there's what is it? It's five different things that you can do for self-care. I have a little paper. Oh, is this like love languages? Kind of. Yeah. So there's like. When you do self-care, you want to fulfill all of these areas in some way. So there's physical self-care, mm. which would be, like, going to the gym, going to get a massage, dancing, like, things like that, going places, taking vacations. There's psychological self-care, which is where you take time away from the internet, write in your journal, do something you're not good at, and learn something new. 
emotional Mm -hmm. self-care is like being okay crying and giving yourself praise and doing stuff like that words of affirmation words of affirmation spiritual self-care is it's not necessarily like religious it could be but it could also be spending time in nature and just like meditating singing things like that and then the last one is relationship self-care which is like (laughs) spending time with someone that you love and talking to them and communicating and so it's really hard because there's a lot of different things, but they can overlap. And it's making sure you feel fulfilled in those areas of your life. So, like, I know that for a really long time when I was doing self-care, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to go to the gym because it's, like, good for me. That's self-care. But I wasn't feeling fulfilled afterwards. Instead, I would feel more mm-hmm. worn out and more tired. And so it's doing things that make you because feel you good. Because you hitting the other things. Right. And you want to feel good after you do self-care. You don't want to just do it because someone says self-care is important. You want to do it because it makes you feel good. So, like, I feel like myself included, what I think of and most people think of when you think of self-care is like a face mask and a bubble bath. That's one form. And it can be. But I think that sometimes that's like the extent that people think it is. It's just like put a face mask on, sit down, like that's it that's at least what i think of i'm just like that's all i got in my little like book right. of tricks of self-care is put a face mask on and go to bed early and uh, but yeah, i don't like, feel fulfilled after that right like what are you doing with that face mask rejuvenated on? or re like revamped to move on kind of thing i'm still i'm yeah. still stressed out i'm still just thinking about all the things that i'm thinking about with a fat face mask on <laughs> right it doesn't it doesn't take anything away whereas like sit and watch the sunset for 10 minutes and just like enjoy mm. the sunset that can be way more rewarding and fulfilling than just, like, a face mask. And face masks are great, but if you're putting a face mask on because someone said this is self-care and you're going to sit there and be stressed out the entire time of all the other things that you could be doing, then it's not self-care. You're just taking up 10 minutes to not make yourself feel better. Honestly, yes. I said I was going to take notes. I think that's something, the biggest thing that I'm taking away from that is, like, do things because it makes you happy, duh, not what other people say it is. But also, if it isn't taking your mind off of it, or if it isn't just relaxing you, then it's not a form of self-care that works for you. And not everything works for everyone. So some people right. doing a bubble bath and a face mask might take them out of that space and, like, let them relax. But I can't relax like that. Me either. And it doesn't work for me. But that's what I always try to do. I'm like, just put a face mask on and right. sit there. <laughs> And I don't know what else to do. So hard. Like some people, yeah, that might be the best thing for you, but for other people, like that's not the only self care option at all. I think what you said, like the spiritual one, which doesn't have to be religious, but like being out in nature, I feel like that's one that my cup is not being full, like filled with. That Mm -hmm. I feel like as soon as you said it, I was like, that is my happy place. Because the other day when it was like 70 degrees, I took Cohen and we just sat in a hammock and didn't talk to each other for like 30 minutes outside. That's self-care. And I was like, this is the best thing I've done in a month (laughs) for me because I was able to relax and pull myself out. But I could sit in a bubble bath for 30 minutes, but that's not the same for me. It didn't fill my cup. It didn't relax me. But just sitting outside in a hammock, scrolling on TikTok, because it it doesn't have to be like taking away all your electronics and like sitting and meditating in silence. It was just like... I was able to mindlessly relax, scroll on TikTok, and sit outside for 30 minutes. And that did way more for me than any face mask will. But I didn't consider that self-care. Like, in my head, I wasn't like, wow, I'm practicing self-care right now. I just was like, I want to go sit in a hammock. But here's the other part of that. Like, that 30 minutes that you took to, like, spend time for yourself 
probably made you way more productive for the day than 30 minutes you would have done on a face mask worrying about something else. It's like doing self-care, it's hard for people to take the time out of their day to do things for themselves, especially when they're really busy. But even like 10 minutes of doing something for yourself is going to help you get through the rest of your day with less stress and anxiety and worry and do Mm -hmm. more and do better than, you know, rushing through everything and letting yourself feel deteriorated at the end, Mm -hmm. too. I think the key to that, at least for me, is finding the thing that does work for you, that you are willing and wanting to take time to do. Because I feel like if it is something that does, like, you know the TikTok song that's like, this recharges my soul, or like whatever, that little thing, and it's people just showing things that make them happy. If you're not doing the thing that does, like, recharge your soul, then it isn't going to make you feel happy, and you're not going to want to spend 30 minutes doing it because it will feel like a waste of time, and all you're doing is thinking about the things you're not doing. And I feel that. Because that's what I do when I do the stereotypical face mask. But when I spent 30 minutes in the hammock, I felt recharged and all the things, but I wasn't thinking about all the things I wasn't doing. I just was like, all I want right now is to sit in this hammock. Exactly, and yeah. when you find the things that does make you happy like that, you are willing to spend time out of your day to do those things. But I think if people have a, a wrong look on self-care then it seems like it's a task to be done or like a chore. Like I have to do self-care today. But I think once people start doing the things that actually make them feel fulfilled, they will want to do self-care. At least like that, I'm having like epiphanies talking to you right now. I always tell people like taking care of yourself is important, but that's not self-care. Like it is important to like do the things like do the skincare, take the walk, that kind of stuff. But that does not mean that it's self-care. And, like, Mm -hmm. the self-care part of it comes from feeling recharged, re-energized, and fulfilled in what you're doing. It should make you feel happy inside and, like, you're thankful for the life you're living. Wow. So. But if anyone, like, wants to, you know, find ideas for self-care, I would definitely just, like, Google, like, a self-care assessment or, like, something like that with those things I talked about. And there's lists of so many different things you can do and just go through it and find it until you find one that fits and your see life what works for you yeah, yeah. that's so interesting because I think that yeah self-care feels like a chore because I was never doing it for myself but I thought I was like I thought I had right. good intentions with it like yeah do a face mask and a bubble bath but that's not at least what recharges my soul and right. so it isn't something that I do every day because I don't want to waste my time doing self-care quote-unquote because it wasn't mm-hmm. self-care for me Oh, yeah, and if it's nature, you're rocking for you, my world. Go out in nature, do that. That's what I love. I love nature. I'm a nature girl, sunset girl. So that's what makes me feel better. Well, and I think that's part of like the 75 hard is like this guy who created it was like, you need one of your workouts to be outside every day for 45 minutes, simply for the fact of like being outside. Like, go get some sunlight and like just be in some fresh air every day for 45 minutes, and it will do you wonders. I think we should definitely revisit this topic of just self-care in general. And I'm kind of curious to try new things. Like I want to do some Googling, like you said, or like come up with some ideas that are actual self-care for me instead of just trying to do what everybody else is doing and all the girlies on TikTok and stuff because it's not working for me. And I want to try it and like come back and see how we feel or like what has changed or did we come up with new ideas of self-care and whatnot? Because I think that would be so helpful for me. Right. I honestly, I need to do it too, where I like, I just want to try new things and see if 
they make me feel good. Like, I want to see what makes me feel good and what doesn't. I'm trying new things and nature. Like, you just sparked another thing. I started, like, roller skating. And it's been another form of self-care for me because I bought a pair of rollerblades. And, or my quads, rather. And then I just go and, like, roller skate through the park or whatever. And no matter how much time I spend, I it's literally the most fun thing and most re- recharging thing that I've ever done. Whether I do it by myself or with Cohen or, like, with friends or something. And it's just hitting that nature point for me. So I think I need to Google right. more, like, nature things. And, like, what was the first thing you said? What is, like, the, the header topic of the... Give us a rundown of the five things again so we can Google them. Things. Okay, let me pull it back up really quick. Because <laughs> okay. I am taking notes, and I didn't take notes when you said it. We've got physical, psychological, emotional, spiritual, and relationship. You can add in, like, workplace, but I don't like to do that, so. <laughs> Self-care does not involve work. <laughs> not in my mind, it doesn't. Not in mine either. Okay, I'm going to do some Googling, and we will follow up in a future episode. Yes. Because I want to know if anything helps me more. Because I, I'm things are clicking today. Things are clicking. I'm having epiphanies, and I feel like my stress will go down if I'm actually doing self-care. And I feel like I have never been, but I thought I've been. Well, I hope it helps. It's hard, but... Me too. I do have probably the most perfect, short and sweet to the point, notable quotable for today's episode. We end every single podcast episode with basically a little quote of the day that either Alexis brings to the table or I bring to the table. And y'all will bring to the table if you guys have quotes or things that like keep you going, keep you motivated and inspired. Slide in our DMs on Instagram, send them to us, and we will shout you guys out and like read your notable quotables at the end of the episode. But today's that I have, very short, but I think perfect, reads, your health is an investment, not an expense. Ain't that the truth? And I picked that because I knew that I was going to talk about 75 hard, but I think it fits even more with like the the self-care that you mentioned. Because to me, it felt like self-care was taking more out of me to perform self-care, mm-hmm. which felt like an expense. But if you're doing self-care correctly, it is an investment and it's not an expense. Like, I, I'm my world's blown. I love that quote. I love the idea of like, that's kind of the mindset I've been in is like, I want to do things now to help myself in the future. Like I want to protect mm-hmm. my body now and my mind now. So that way in the future, when I do have things come up, I'm good to go. It is an investment for sure. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, today was such a little wholesome video. It was video, very wholesome. Podcast. When will my brain switch from like YouTuber to podcaster? I don't, podcaster? I I don't, don't think know. it ever will. Maybe never, (laughs) because I'm still going to say, I'll see you guys next week, (laughs) because I I just can't get over that you guys can't see me right now. I'm used to talking to the camera, but I hope you guys did enjoy this episode. Like, I hope that especially Alexis's thing at the end, like, I don't know, I think that was eye-opening for me of the different types of self-care. So I hope you all go and Google your type of self-care. Try some new self-care this week. And that way when we follow back up, probably in like two weeks, because we're actually, are we having our guest next week, Alexis? I think we are having our guest next week. Oh, wait, no, no. It's in two weeks, people. Get ready. Next week, we're talking probably about, we can bring up self-care again, because we're talking about an update on our New Year's resolutions, because y'all, it is mm, the end of March. How are we doing? Like, prep yourself for next week's episode to do a little New Year's resolution check-in. And then the week after, we're having our first guest on the pod. I'm it's a so surprise excited. who it is. Okay. I'm so excited. 
but we'll we will follow back up with some self-care and i hope you guys take some time to take care of yourselves this week next week all the time every day set aside time to recharge your soul not just put a face mask on if it doesn't feel right do what feels right yeah if anyone does embark on some self-care stuff or if they do end up trying out 75 hard after listening to this please let us know because we would love to hear what you're doing Side note, I've been posting my daily vlogs, obviously, and I have gained quite a bit of followers from posting my reels, like on Instagram, of people that are like following the journey. And I love that. And I've gotten so many DMs actually from people who didn't follow me before, who have found me through 75 Hard, who's like, I started this because I saw your video. And like, you're like, you're motivating me and like to keep me accountable and stuff. I know. I was like, oh shit. Like, that was not my plan. I literally, again, the accountability part is so big for me. I was only vlogging them every day so that I could stay accountable because then right. if I quit, people would know <laughs> because I wouldn't have a video to post and then I'd have to explain myself as like why I quit. So the reels were really just to keep me accountable and it feels good to like, I don't know, be someone's, even if it's just like the inkling of motivation to just like go on a walk that day or to start yeah. the 75 hard in general makes my heart so warm. So yeah, if any of y'all start that, please let me know how you're doing Seriously, and how yeah. you feel push through the first two weeks y'all it gets so much better i promise (laughs) we'll see at the end of it (laughs) yeah seriously but thank you guys so much for listening we hope you have a wonderful week and we will catch you guys next week bye